there is a part of podcasting that a lot of us, myself included, could stand to pay a little bit more attention to. And that part is how the structure of our episodes, what parts go where, are used to achieve the actual business goals that we have. My business partner at One Stone Creative is Audra Casino, and I am so delighted that she is going to be joining me today to dig into how the different parts of a show and how you arrange them can uh, impact the experience that your guests and your listeners have when they're listening to the show, and ultimately, how that show makes an impact on your business. Audra Casino has tons of experience. She comes from the world of broadcast radio, and structure was a really big part of that, what you did and when and with whom you did it and how you engaged your audience and how you constructed uh, the different parts of audio that were played throughout the day impacted the overall performance of the station. It works really, really similarly in our podcast, and I'm so excited for her to come on the show. We're going to be chatting about first the mic problems that can sometimes come up, but then getting into a really good discussion of show structure episode part segments, and how to choose what's going to be a really good fit for you based on your goals. We're even going to talk about the single biggest and best thing that you can do to make sure that your structure and your performance overall is consistently improving over time. And I have to say that I absolutely hate the biggest and best way to make sure that you are consistently improving over time, but it is what it is. And that is what we are talking about today on the Business Podcast Blueprint Show. Hello, Audra. Welcome, and thank you so much for being here. Hello, hello. Glad to be here. So this is particularly fun because when we started the this podcast for the very first time, our very mm. you know first season, it was about this time last year, and you were the first guest who was ever Ooh. on the show at all. <laughs> um, and that is an episode that lives in One Stone Creative infamy um, because we recorded the whole thing with the wrong mic uh, selected. <laughs> Yes. And then it became a teaching tool. <laughs> and now we use it as an example of how bad you sound when you don't have the right mic selected. And of course, of what kind not of, to in, do. Of what not to do. And in this wonderful synchronicity, we've just spent the last 10 minutes troubleshooting my mic yet yes. again. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. The electrical high hiss and the three, count them three, different volume settings that you have to go through to record. Three in... different volume settings. Yes. Yeah. yeah, in Zoom, in Riverside, in Audition, in Audacity, anything you use, there's the internal system settings, there are the microphone settings, and there are the settings within the app. Yeah, and so, and I mean, I'm I'm deeply angered at this because this is <laughs> this is not like an inexpensive mic. This is no, this is a good quality mic, and I was sounding like I was recording from the bottom of a well, and I feel like when you start to spend in excess of three or four hundred dollars on a tool you should just plug it in and it should work is sort of and my feeling on the, the matter opposite is true the more you spend the actually the more fiddly it is because you're getting into studio quality and expertise oh. so yeah and I, I can see the argument for that but like as as a a casual user let's say <laughs> um i'm not a fan but you know this is going to be a great learning opportunity because i have uh, in a fit of peak ordered a new mic <laughs> yes <laughs> A the dumber USB mic, simpler <laughs> version of the really good mic you have. <laughs> so it'll it'll be interesting to compare as you're listening to this. Now we have sorted out, and originally uh, we had planned to talk about episode structure. I think we should, should Audra, should we still talk yeah. about episode structure? Yeah, or let's can just I just pop complain? In. 
Yeah, about mics for the next 30 minutes is maybe I mean, not. you totally can, because I could talk about mics forever, but then we'd just be incredibly boring, and I would be a geek, and yeah. Perfect. So, uh, actually, this is this is a nice lead-in, because we've just engaged in something that, in the world of podcast episode structure, um, is typically referred to as banter. Uh, and banter is something people have strong feelings about. Uh, Audrey, you, your background is in radio. So mm -hmm. what, what are your thoughts on banter? What is it for everyone listening? And should you do it? Like we've just I mean, yeah, you can get on with the bants. I mean, that's all that radio really is between the songs is just banter. But, you know, it's very short. You keep it really short between songs. But, you know, banter takes skill. <laughs> and you may or may not have it. And sure, you should try it maybe once or twice and just see if you're good at it. And if not, then don't do the banter. <laughs> and um, based on, on what we're recording right now, do are we good at banter? Should, should well, we I be think, banter? I think, you know, how long have we known each other? That's true. We, at least There's, since like 2013, 14. Chemistry is a huge part of banter. And we, we do have that chemistry. So, yeah, but we kept it short. It was funny. It was entertaining, I hope. <laughs> are you allowed to call yourself funny? Is that how this works? I don't uh, know. Uh, well, you and I are funny together. Neither one okay. of us is just like super particularly funny, but we have moments, <laughs> you know. Perfect. Well, let, let's talk a little bit more about about episode structure for podcasts. So what what is it? Because um, structure exists in a lot of different places uh, within businesses that we're running. Within the context of a podcast episode, what is structure? Structure is, it's the bones of your show. So it's like what shape your podcast takes. And it's helpful to think of a show structure as sort of the buckets that you use to fill with content. And it can also kind of be a template that you use across episodes. So the easiest way to think about it, you know, you refer to structure in other uh, settings. Remember in high school, when you had to write an essay, and mm -hmm. you did it in three parts, tell them what you're going to say, say it, then tell them what you said. You know, and that middle part can be broken into like three points. Like that is the most basic form of structure. And you use that same structure no matter what you're writing about. And with a podcast episode, your structure can be that simple. You know, you just change the content that you're talking about. So yeah, think back to high school. That was fun. Awesome. So looking at a podcast episode, if someone uh, is listening to this in their favorite podcast listening app, uh, or, you know, for this season, uh, exceptionally, maybe watching it on YouTube can actually see us having this conversation. Mm -hmm. uh, you'll notice, um, at least in audio, there was an intro at the top, there was a little bit of intro music. And now there's this conversation that we're having here, we started with our opening banter complaining about mics, which any podcaster, <laughs> of course, can do at any time. Uh, and now moving into we'd call this typically body content, uh, mm -hmm. I think would be a good name for it. Let's run down an episode from kind of top to tail. What are the different structural elements uh, that that we can include? Oh, sure. So, you know, you always want to start with a hook of some sort, you know, whether it's something that is, you know, specific to that episode. Uh, it can also be something that is a hook for the entire show. You know, that's usually your produced intro. So always start with something within the first 30 seconds that, you know, lets the person know that this is the podcast they should be listening to. Um, and then you kind of want to pre-sell a little bit what your content is, you know, just kind of get people excited about it. And that can be a little mini segment there between the intro and the meat of the interview. Uh, and the 
interview proper, that's another segment. And that can be broken down into little things, which we can go into more detail about. Um, but after that, you'll have your outro that can be like your closing thoughts or, you know, whatnot. And one that people can forget and really shouldn't is a segment you should always have is the call to action mm -hmm. <laughs> at the end. So again, that's a pretty basic look at segments, but you'll want to mm -hmm. keep them in that order. Uh, specialty segments, I guess you can kind of look at it like uh, Legos, like you're building different shapes with your Legos. You can mix and match, mm -hmm. you know, just make sure that your segments are in an order that makes sense. Yeah, and within kind of the, the body area, the, the body can be one segment. Say if you are just doing a an interview style podcast and the, the bulk of the time that you're spending is talking to an expert or talking to a, to a colleague. Um, but with that, you can do other things. I know there are definitely podcasters who do like speed rounds where they ask a lot of questions mm -hmm. really quickly. Some have a review section or an ask the yep. audience section. And these can all kind of fall under the umbrella of your body content. Yeah, do what makes sense. And also uh, another little segment there can be an ad se segment mm. or a sponsor segment. And that needs to be treated as such. Definitely. And so um, in a world where everything was perfectly easy, um, you know, we'd... <laughs> <laughs> that magical what, world. What even is that? <laughs> you know, you'd be able to turn on your mic, start recording and get all of your segments, the entire episode all happening mm -hmm. in order. And I guess this is maybe easy from like a production standpoint rather than, mm -hmm. than a hosting standpoint. But what you end up seeing or hearing is the end result of a podcast. The segments are hopefully all going to be in beautiful, sensible order. They probably were not created or recorded in such. Not uh, always, no. So <laughs> let's, let's talk about some of the different ways that can look. Um, so Audra, what, where do you think, like, when can you just go hit record, do whole episode, and then, you know, pop it onto, onto your hosting platform? When, or what are the different ways you can put it into different pieces and record things separately? Why might we do that? And then how should we do that? I mean, it's super low maintenance to, you know, record your intro live, record the, the interview, and then record your closing thoughts if you have them. Uh, or even just going straight to an outro, like that's super low maintenance. It doesn't take a lot. And if that's all you have time for, that's great. You know, do the best that you can do. Um, what we do a lot is we just have our host go in and record the interview, record the interview, and then think about, you know, what actually happened in that interview. You know, you go in with the knowledge when you're writing your intro, you go in with the knowledge of exactly what was said during the interview. So you can write a better hook and intro for that episode. And that is recorded separately, you know, after you finish the interview. Same with the closing thoughts. And so you've actually got three separate pieces of audio that you would then send to your producer and they put it in order for you. And you've got what sounds like a more cohesive episode. And if you do make a promise in the intro, uh, you're definitely going to deliver on it. You know what the content is. So it's not like a bait and switch. Hey, we're going to talk about widgets and you actually talk about, you know, whatever else. What's it? What's it? Thank you. <laughs> I couldn't think of a word. <laughs> but yeah, and, so, and that's exactly what's going to be happening with, with this conversation. You know, as mm -hmm. we're talking to each other, this is you know, a, a live face-to-face -face recording. Um, I've been really good about being in the habit this year of as soon as I finish an interview, then I immediately record or write and record the, the intro or the opening statements. So the ideas are fresh and so that I know, you know, hey, this was the one of the more interesting parts or this was an idea that really sparked something in me and I'm going to put that into the intro and lead into it. And here's a hot tip for you. Um, that's also a great time to record little promos, you know, whether they're shorts, something you can share on social media, you know, just capture those thoughts. Um, we've got a client doing that now. Um, they'll just 
say little sentences and stuff right there in audio and he'll record video as well. So we just process those and put them on social media. Making a note to start doing that <laughs> right away. That's a great idea that we should be yeah. doing. <laughs> yep. <laughs> this whole practice what you preach thing is a lot of work. <laughs> it kind of is. But yeah, since, you know, we've started having our own podcast, finally, we know we can commiserate with you. <laughs> we See, that, make that's, it that's... sound easy. I think that's a great story too, because I mean, we, we started this company together in 2017 and successfully managed to avoid having a podcast for five years. Yeah, we did. Um, we were great <laughs> at not having a podcast. We're great at other people's podcasts. That's the thing. It was when two behind the scenes people start a company, getting, actually creating a demonstration of what we're doing is is far more difficult than doing it to a very high level of quality for other people. Yeah. Uh, but it has been great. Like, I, I mean, I, I, could go on at length about the benefits of having the show and just the people we've gotten to meet by having the show and the truth. Yeah. Uh, the, the way we've been able to make our services for clients, I think better by understanding mm -hmm. more intimately, this is what the process is like. Uh, yeah. I think, I think it's been, it's been a tremendously valuable exercise. And of course, just like this season, we're doing it in video because as we've learned from the last three business pod, uh, state of business podcasting reports, uh, podcasts are on YouTube and they're predominantly live action on YouTube. Yep. Um, so we figured we had to do at least one season uh, where we mm -hmm. had that as the framework and the structure for what we were doing. Yeah, definitely. And repurposing is great if you're going to record in yeah. video. You know, and these little segments can be treated like that too. So anyway, that, that's, I think that's, that's like a repurposing the power, power tip right there. Because when you mm -hmm. have little segments, especially something like, um, ask the audience or speed round or Q and a, or book reviews or software reviews, whatever your industry is, mm -hmm. that's such rich repurposing content. And especially if you get a really good track of in which episode, what you're talking about, um, being able to cross-reference, um, really quickly find things, pull them together, uh, now we're talking about my true love spreadsheets uh, <laughs> and tracking systems, but like it, may, it does make promoting a lot more easier if you've got a really good index of what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, definitely. Perfect. So let's talk now about maybe different types of segments or different ways to arrange an episode for the different business podcast blueprints. Because um, you know we've got four. Well, I think for we need to talk about three of them. Um, uh, thought leadership is the first one. Audience engagement mm -hmm. is the next one. Relationship building. These all have you know do and don't start type of segments. Content right. you can just do whatever you want. Um, which Pretty is much. why it's one of the most fun types of podcasts. Yeah, yeah. But let's start with the Thought Leadership Podcast. So a podcast where your main goal is, of course, to get out there, get your name out there, increase your reputation, uh, have your own intellectual property being presented and promoted to the world. What are some good segments or content types to put into that type of episode and what should you avoid? Well, one of the, I mean, obviously you're going to need to display your authority and expertise and knowledge. And so having a segment like, you know, reflections or closing thoughts, if it is an interview podcast, that's going to be key. You know, you're interpreting what the interview was in a way for your audience to understand, you know, through your viewpoint. So closing thoughts, any type of just reflection segment is going to be key for thought mm -hmm. leadership. Um, in terms of what to avoid. I'd say it's probably not the right um, type of podcast to have uh, a really big ask the audience uh, or questions from the audience. You, you could mm. be able to include it, um, but I'd say that's more of an audience engagement style segment. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, uh, I think in um, a, you know, a thought leadership style podcast, and of course, when you are having interviews, you want to make sure that it's a conversation between equals mm -hmm. rather than another type yeah. of interview, which we'll get to. Um, uh, 
I would also really think about uh, including any reviews or your thoughts on the news and other companies doing things in your space. Yeah, that's good. if you can good. be seen as a source of news, mm -hmm. uh, that's going to be really, really valuable. Well, and the, the blueprint here is your jam. You have thought through this backwards and forwards. So maybe I should be asking you the questions. <laughs> like, you know, I've got my thoughts, but yours are, are much deeper here. Yeah, but uh, we always get to better things when, when we talk well, about them together. True. So <laughs> that's true. <laughs> By the way, a plug, <laughs> go check out the episode of the Business Podcast Blueprints. Yeah, that was, uh, we'll link to it in the show notes. Uh, yeah, pretty definitely. It yeah. is. But uh, okay, let's move on to audience engagement. Um, so this is, this is a really fun style of podcast, of course, where you are engaging an audience of people who, by whatever means, fair or foul, are already aware of you. Maybe it's traffic <laughs> coming into your website. Maybe it's leads already coming into your sales pipeline. Maybe it's fans who have been following you for years, but they already know you and they like you and they want more from you. And your podcast is how you're doing it. Yeah, um, my I'm just going to give you my favorite thing, and that is answering listener questions. That just makes them feel seen and heard. And chances are, if they have a question for you, most of your audience is going to have that question too. And that's a way for you to speak. And this, you know, goes back to my days in radio. Um, if you recorded somebody and put them on the air, you know, even if it's just requesting a song. It just makes them feel special and it just it's a connection that you can make with your audience that you just can't duplicate in any other way so i mean these can either be like written questions you know stuff you get via email or you know post via social media or you can set up a little thing where they can record themselves asking you a question and you can play that back so yeah definitely definitely engaging directly with them oh, what, I, what do I you have that. on that uh, exactly that. I think it's a it's a fantastic one. There's something really cool I've heard in a couple of podcasts. Throughline is a podcast that does this. They have people from all over the world do their "Here's the podcast and what you're listening to" section. Yes. So it's like so, someone will introduce themselves. Obviously, like I say, I'm Megan from Gatineau, Canada, and I love how Throughline does A, B, and C. And they'll just play that on their intro to the ad segment. It's you know so what? cool. That is something they pulled directly from radio. Um, cause that's what I used to do at, you know, radio events. We would hold these big events and I would run around with a little voice recorder and, you know, record people saying, I love this station or, you know, <laughs> the station call letters or just positive things. And we'd take those back to the radio station and just chop out the best ones and put them in our promos, put them in our IDs, you know, all of that stuff. So yes, that is an old radio strategy. <laughs> Well, that's super it's fun. social proof too, isn't it? it, it no, you, you're exactly right. It's very much social proof. Uh, yeah, so I think that's one of the really big ones for audience engagement podcasts. Uh, what else can be really effective for the title? So anytime, like, questions are fun because if you can get live questions from real humans, that's great. You can also plant them if you know you people can. are wondering. So I guess there's the you one can. where you can use the two kind of styles of doing this particular one is you can read the question yourself and then answer it. Uh, or, you know, a slightly harder mode is getting the recordings in and then answering mm -hmm. uh, to, you know, that person's live voice. Right. And you can also create hypothetical situations. Mm -hmm. So you're answering questions that are stuck in somebody's brain, but they hadn't quite asked you yet. <laughs> so being hypothetical also works mm -hmm. really well. And I think looking at now, say let's say it is a guest style interview. This is one where it is going to be very often more of an interview um, because mm -hmm. one of the best ways to use guests or to have guests in an audience engagement style podcast is um, they know something that you don't know. 
and you're going to mm -hmm. extract all of that wonderful information from your guest, make them look great and give it to your audience. So that is going to be the type of interview, interview where you are much more running down a list of questions that you know your audience is asking. Um, and I would add that something people overlook, it's not necessarily a segment, but you're planting seeds for a future segment mm -hmm. is just to, in the moment, you know, and, and I see this a lot on YouTube and I see this, you know, with comments and everything. What do you think about this? Leave your comment. You know, oh. um, that's engagement and not necessarily send me your question. You know, it's, it's just a chance throughout every episode. You know, what do you like the red or the green? You know, do you prefer the toilet paper over or under, you know, just stuff that'll get people talking. I like that. It was um, Happier with Gretchen Rubin did some really cool stuff with that. They'd talk about something like, you know, um, here, here's a way to organize and manage your photos that'll add a little joy to your life. Show us your photos on, on yes. social media. So good. So many. That people. exactly. I, I, yeah. That's okay. a key part to, you know, audience engagement. Actually being out there engaging with the oh humans. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Imagine that. It's right in the title. <laughs> Okay, well, let's move on to relationship building. So this is one of the more common types of podcasts, especially for businesses who are podcasting as you know a marketing channel. Uh, it's just getting the FaceTime with the other people who maybe you wouldn't normally be talking to. Uh, and so that's where, you know, the main goal of the podcast is creating that, that flywheel of new connections. Um, mm -hmm. And that's either people who are coming onto your podcast, that's you going to other people's podcasts, which you should always be doing. Um, uh, but yeah, so relationship building podcast, what are some segments uh, that might be fun in that style of podcast where that is the main goal? Good content and, and serving your audience is still important, of course, but you know, it's really about building the relationships. You know, you obviously want to make sure the content segment is serving your audience. Um, that is 100% certain, but you also want to have a segment where you are honoring your guest by letting them shine with what they want to shine about. <laughs> does that make sense? It, no, like, it do totally does. Yeah, yeah. And also, you know, this is just a, a no brainer, but always, always have a tiny little segment where you ask them, where can we find you on the internet? Right? So I think you are the one who you do a lot of relationship building for One Stone Creative you know, on the different podcasts. And so I'm going to turn the question around on you because I think you're the expert here, not me. <laughs> I think it's, uh, I've had a lot of the value and this is, this is interesting because I'm just thinking about it now that it, you are uh, quite fairly turning the, the question around on me. Uh, a lot Tell me of a the... story, Megan. Tell me a story. <laughs> I've been noticing that a lot of the relationship building is happening in the, the before and after the recording mm. starts um, mm -hmm. when there's not that implied pressure of being recorded for all the world and all posterity. Um, so that's, you know, it doesn't, sometimes in an episode, I know I've heard this, I know I've experienced this, I know I've said this. Oh, as we were talking about before the call is <laughs> an interesting thing that happens. And I don't think that's necessarily strategic. I'm just thinking about it now because we're having this conversation. Um, I'd say this is a great place. This type of podcast is a great place for a speed round or for mm. a question that you ask everybody. I love um, that. So, yeah, there's a couple of reasons this is great. One, it gives people a chance. It's maybe less topical and gives people a chance to really bring up something that they're excited and passionate about. Um, even the shyest of us tend to really like telling our best anecdotes and our best mm -hmm. stories and sharing our opinions on important things. Um, so making a space to do that, it just it feels good. Uh, it's part well, of like being a good listener. And what I like about that is that if your guest knows that a question is coming up, 
before the interview happens, they have a chance to think about it and put on their best face. You are helping them yeah. look really good. That's a really good point that um, I don't think I, I'd, I mean, I, I've, I prepare questions in advance because I like to think about them. I like to, to let the guests think about them. But you're making a really good point. It really does give a person that you're trying to build relationship, build community with a chance to be their very best and share mm -hmm. their very best. I prefer that personally to the, oh, we're just going to hit record yeah, and go off the cuff. of our pants. <laughs> Not wild about the off the cuff necessarily. So, like it can be great. It can be really entertaining, but it can also mm -hmm. drag on and on. It's, yeah, the show that never ends. <laughs> Perfect. Okay, so I think that was pretty good for the three. Um, I think that was pretty good for the three main uh, archetypes. Content, um, if you have a content really possible, just touch on super, super quickly. You're doing it for the content, either for social, for a long-term project, or just to, you know, keep the flywheel consistent SEO engine turning. You can do whatever you want and include whatever you, you want. <laughs> you can, absolutely. And just, you know, if you're doing solo episodes, more than just for the podcast, think about how the segments that you're using can be repurposed in social media. So we're looking at content at a slightly deeper level here. Um, as long as it makes sense in the podcast, how can you make it super easy to repurpose? And this, again, it's mostly for solo episodes, but it can also make sense, you know, for your intro and your outro. Um, I know that we use a lot of the outro reflection uh, audio and video for one client, we repurpose that into shorts and reels for YouTube and Instagram. Mm -hmm. So yeah, just always look how you can repurpose. Yeah. And especially yeah, if you can repurpose on platforms where, um, so podcasting is predominantly an audio platform. And even if you're not really making video a part of your strategy, capturing the video anyway, and possibly using smaller bits of it, it doesn't have to be beautifully produced if it's 15 seconds long. I'm just going to put exactly. it up there and say it. it, it no, it, oh my gosh, it doesn't. Oh, if you ever watch shorts or reels or TikTok, it's just very, most of it is very raw. You know, it's yeah. highly edited. It's sped up. You know, you're just trying to get it out there, get the idea out there. It can be dirty. It's all right. Yeah. Well, dirty and in a quality way, not the other way. That's uh, depending on your podcast topic and area well, of that's true. business, I suppose. <laughs> but uh, so that's going to be, I think, one of the big takeaways from this episode is even if your podcast itself is audio only, capture that raw video and get permission to use that raw video from your guests for promotional purposes. Mm -hmm. um, because, you know, you may be able to make that short or have that takeaway or those uh, that standard question that you ask every guest on every episode. Well, there is a killer compilation episode later video that you're creating, you know, end of year mm -hmm. special, uh, you're really setting yourself up for a lot easier work. It's like with everything, the more you front load your planning, the easier the execution is going to be. Absolutely. Yeah. Planning hundred percent. Perfect. So Otter, do you have any final thoughts on episode structure or anything else that uh, we've talked about that you want to get people to do or uh, uh, share their thoughts on? Yeah, you know, I preach this and I think I probably preached it in the last episode we did is listen to yourself. Listen to your finished episode. The worst task, Audra. <laughs> but more than that, if you want to review what your structure looks like, write it down as you're listening. Mm -hmm. Okay, I didn't have a hook there. Okay, that intro was good, but it went a bit long. Oh, that content was great. I loved it, but I forgot to ask the guest for their you know, contact information. And if you see yourself asking or you find that you're asking, you know, questions repeatedly, um, 
would that be just a good theme for the show? A question, a recurring question that you ask, you know, look for patterns, look for themes, look for things that you're hearing over and over again for better or for worse. Mm -hmm. So yeah, the, the best thing that you can do always is listen to what you have. No, I think that it is such good advice. And I know from intensely personal experience how hard it can be to sit down and listen to a whole episode, <laughs> uh, either a solo or a guest interview that you recorded. It's weird and it's uncomfortable. And it gets um, less so the more you do it. Trust it. I, I was in radio 17 years. I know it. But now I can just listen to myself and be really objective. So it's hard at first. The more you do it, the better you get. And before we wrap up, there is one other thing that I would like to close with on the subject of structure. Always think back to the essay because, you know, at the end of the day, the most critical elements are your hook intro, the content, and the outro slash CTA. If you nail those three, then you're good to go. Amazing. Audra, that was fantastic. And would it be fair to say that if someone is listening to or watching this now, if they go down to the show notes, they will find uh, a bit of a rubric that they can use to evaluate their own episodes? Is that something we can put together for them? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. It may so look as... like Legos, so <laughs> mix and match, have fun. So we'll have that resource for you in the show notes uh, when we produce this so you can no longer have any excuses to avoid listening to your own episodes. Uh, it's, you know, the beginning of a new year. There are no more excuses. Uh, Audra, thank you so much. This has been, oh, it's a, been pleasure. a pleasure. I always love chatting with you. I love chatting with you too. And I'm glad to have, you know, had the opportunity to share our conversation with everyone listening. Uh, signing off for now. Wow. Here's a fun thing with segments. When you know you're going to be recording your CTA separately, ending a conversation with a guest can feel weird. So <laughs> There's a yeah. thing I just learned. <laughs> also, transitions. Ooh, that's one thing that we should have mentioned. Transitions. Why don't we talk about transitions right now really quickly? Um, yeah, I we'll just make flubbed the, one terribly. Yeah, the um, closing, so. <laughs> closing thoughts then are when you have your show structure in mind and you know where you're going next, you can do better transitions so that you don't have that weird, awkward pause. So, yeah. Think Which we planned in advance so you could hear an example of an that, awkward pause in absolutely. between segments. We discussed this at length <laughs> before the interview. So there you go. Perfect. Audra, thank you so much. Everyone thank watching, you. thank you as well. Thank you so much, everyone, for being here. It has been an absolute pleasure to have you. As always, the Business Podcast Blueprint Show is created by the whole team at One Stone Creative. And if you're feeling like podcasting might be a good fit for your business and helping you enhance your marketing, then I'd like to invite you to our monthly strategy and networking calls. These are on the first Thursday of every month. We're going to be doing trainings. We're going to be doing Q&As, hot seats, and of course, time for networking. This is all free happening every month on the third Thursdays at noon. And if you'd like to learn more and register, you can do so at onestonecreative.net slash strategy dash calls. The link to that will be directly below this video or in the show notes if you are listening. Thank you so much and we'll catch you next time.